Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we talk about all things Marvel Crisis Protocol and review a different character every week. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Fred. And I'm Brandon. Yeah, and uh, I'm back this week uh, after having to take a week off due to scheduling uh, conflicts. Uh, So I just want to give a shout out to uh, Fred here on on the cast for kind of taking up the mantle while I was gone, and just for you guys in general, just kind of taking it over so thank you guys very much uh you're welcome it was fun i enjoyed yeah. it you uh watch out, yeah they're gonna vote me out gonna vote me out isn't that right Brandon? Yeah, that, does, that doesn't that doesn't hit the same as it once did <laughs> um yeah uh brad is not going to be joining us this week uh due to a uh scheduling issue but where uh he is missing this week we had a new mutant get get released uh pyro has been linked so uh we're we're gonna look at human torch we don't want brad to miss out on a mutant so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna we're gonna just bite the bullet and do the human torch finally so the meme has died unfortunately but we're we're killing the bit we we're are do- we're doing guys doing get, the guy getting the axe um so uh, news and announcements. Uh, as far as tournaments go, uh, just to to shout it out one more time, we do not have a tournament in Charleston this month. Normally Brad runs them, but he's unable to this month, so uh, we, we're not going to have a tournament. I believe, unless I've missed something, I am out of tournaments to plug, because the one in Ohio and Booker Games, that should be the weekend that this releases, as well as the one at Paradox Trading Post in Washington. That should also uh, be running when this drops, I believe, so... Uh, the Paradox Trading Post in Washington uh, had 24 players. Uh, well, it, it was scheduled for 24 players, so hopefully they maxed out because that's a that's a damn good tournament. You got 24, right? Yeah, and it's an LVO qualifier, isn't it? Uh, I think it's a points qualifier. Yeah, so. Points qualifier. Yeah, good luck. Good luck to everybody participating. If you're listening to this uh, this weekend, and uh, if you happen to think about it. Give us a shout out as to who won your tournament and what they were playing, and then we'll 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 make sure to shout that out, talk about it a little bit. Um, some other shout outs that I want to do, uh, as far as like just in the news and announcements, I just want to call out the big spenders that we have on Cerebro. So if you guys have been paying attention, Brad, uh, now and you can if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it on my screen. Uh, he has put a Patreon uh, button where you can. Subscribe to the Patreon for him for all the hard work that he does and keeping uh, the Cerebro site going so that you know we can create rosters and stuff for this game. Uh, and I just want to shout out the big spenders. So we have Rusty, Brian, Dojo, DC, Jorn going, KPI, Glans90, Ghost Bear, Drunk Poet, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Atulis. <laughs> so uh, th- thank you guys for lending your support to Brad. I mean, it really means a lot. He has put like an ungodly amount of his free time into this, so it's very much appreciated that you guys are, are showing him some support, and we appreciate it as well. So, thank you very Is much. That, did you just name everyone? That was on the big spender. Yeah, was that was that everyone, or was that just like some of them? Uh, that was all of the that big is spenders. that is all the big spenders. So those are the people that are given five dollars a month for the Patreon. Oh, he has he, he has different levels. Impressive. But, yeah, he has. Uh, he has different levels, um, so I think that... Y'all don't well, even know Brad like him more than we do. Do what? Said so they don't even know Brad like him more than we do. Yeah, I, I know. Like, if they met him, they probably wouldn't be donating. But I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. Um, we love you, Brad. We love you, Brad. Is it? Is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, those are the $5 a month guys. If you do want to subscribe uh, subscribe to the Patreon or just show support, I, I believe he has like a $1 level in there too. So dollar a month... Hardly nothing. He's trying to uh, hit his goal of $100 a month, which I believe he is half at. So, yeah, chip in. Help, help, help a guy out. Uh, as far as the last of the news and announcements uh, that we have, I think that they just dropped the new... Uh, or that they're starting to plug in the new... Well, clearly Pyro News. They're starting to plug in the new uh, kits. The What am I looking for? Affiliation boxes. Yeah, for... Yeah. One for Brotherhood and one for X-Men. So I believe X-Men is Uncanny X-Men. And it has uh, Storm, Cyclops, Beast, and uh, Wolverine. And then uh, the Brotherhood of Mutants has uh, Sabretooth, Magneto, Mystique, and is it Toad? It should be Toad. Yes, I'm like almost toad. positive it's Toad. So 
uh, is in uh, Magneto's box. Yep. So, so I, Toad, Magneto, Mystique, and Sabretooth. Thank you. Okay. So, and they all come with the new uh, updated. I think if there's any, if there's any changes on the tactics cards, they have the updates on there. But they are in the new landscape. Um, landscape format. I do know that I've seen some people uh, when I was uh, reading through the comments uh, on their post, some people were asking, you know, how they're going to get the landscape cards. I believe that they have another card pack. Uh, it's probably going to be like the 2023 card pack. Uh, and that should have another wave of updated like landscape cards. So if you already own all the X-Men and uh, Brotherhood people, You'll be able to pick I up the re- card pack and be able to pick that up. I, you have to weed through it because it's like you have to go through like five posts of like when we go to get X-wing stuff <laughs> before you can I'd actually be, get to like MCP I'd honestly, stuff. Sh- I'd honestly be shocked if they release a landscape pack when they have them out there. Like, what do you mean? I, oh I no, the they're pack, not. Yeah. Well, they have to put them in the pack. Like, they're not going to make people have to. They just get this came kit. out with a pack and it didn't have anyone. Well, yeah, but it's only like so many models right they're, they're gonna do them in like waves so like that was so many models well, this... no that was all the updated models yeah, it was all the updated models what i'm saying is they're gonna start re-releasing all the cards landscape format it's gonna come out in a new pack I yeah prom- but i, I, I don't you. think it, i don't think it is i think it's gonna come out in these re-release like bundle packs no there's no way because then the people would have to buy the packs even if they're already on the models to get the landscape cards have they're you heard of marketing no nah, dude they're not gonna do that i'll bet money on it i'll bet money on it right now and i'm poor and the such shows how confident i am you just spent I, I so much money pay. yesterday yeah, I know. what are you saying Brad? I, I have a hot take. okay yeah, I, I don't i don't like the landscape format i preferred the old style i know that not everybody likes it like it was pretty, like, I think it seemed like it was a little bit more heavy in the dislike, but I think realistically it's probably more like 50-50, or well, at least right when it dropped. People are probably adjusted to it by now. I know that they yeah. had said that they had done that so that they could, it makes it easier to translate the card in different languages when they yeah, ship to other stuff, it, so. It is it very also, much more aesthetically more pleasing. There's more space for writing and, uh, if you do it landscape wise, yeah, it takes a long time to say stuff in old Entish Fred, and when you need all that space, you got to have the room on the card, you know. Yeah, but sometimes you got to smash Ivan Guard. <laughs> That's true. All right. Um. So because uh we don't have Brad and I am ill prepared, we're not gonna have a uh, Longshanks fact this week. However, I will touch on Cerebro news and announcements. So. He has done several updates, uh, so you can check it if you go to the Cerebro page at the very bottom. He has, you know, a- every new update that he makes, but the most recent one, which is uh, as of 10:20, which is the day that we were recording, he reverted the roster view to uh, an older method, and that is because I think he's having issues with um, the Sentinels. I think that those have been giving him fits where he has two of them in Cerebro, so you can add both to your roster. So he had to alter it slightly. I'm sure that he'll scream at me if I'm getting this wrong. But I think he he did that so uh, he could mess some stuff with uh, the Sentinels. And then yesterday he uh, made it to where filtering usable tactics cards will no longer show cards that need a second model you don't have. It will still show any affiliated cards if you have anyone with that affiliation. So... Those are the two most recent uh, updates that he's made. He, he makes several more, but when we get him in here next week, he will be able to go into further detail as to why he's making the changes and what they are and, and all and that tell stuff. us how wrong we are. Yeah, it, well, me. I, I'm the one that's shooting myself in the foot here, but... Right. I, I, I gave him that insight. I'll, I'll take part blame here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, what we'll have next is the weekly topic and the weekly topic i asked this question last night and i was talking to bork asking him but out of all the affiliations that are currently active in the game what affiliations and i know that some of them uh this is this is going to be a little tricky because some of them don't have full 10 models but what are the affiliations in the game that you think you can run just a complete mono affiliation for. So 
preferably if they have 10 models and affiliations, so something like, you know, Cabal, Avengers, Brotherhood, X-Men, all those. But what affiliations do you think that you can just run mono and not need any other, like, support affiliations in there for you to be able to competitively win matches? Uh, and I'll, I'll go ahead and start. I think it is Avengers 100%. I think Brotherhood, you can run 10 Brotherhood models, not need anything else, and you'll be good. X-Men, I think that you've run a full X-Men roster. I think that that is very, very competitive. I'm still not sure if Malekith is enough to where like you'll run 10 Cabal models, and you'll be fine. So I'm going to probably hold off on that. Maybe that's a little bit of a hot take. And then I think uh, Shield. Now, I know... Yeah, they have 10 models. I think that you could run all shield models and you would be completely fine so what do you guys think shield has 12 models for the record yeah i i think those four for me are the ones that you could 100 percent take uh so they have to have 10 models well that's the thing like not all affiliations have the 10 models so i'll just say that definitely if they're 10 models you can rank them in there but if you're a little short like guardians of the galaxy is a little bit short but you you have the game plan like you don't need another affiliation. You can just run mono, and you'll you'll be fine. You don't need anything else like any other affiliation support. Let, so like, let's take uh, so you would not be able to bring any tech pieces that you may be lacking. Just to clarify, mm -hmm. so let's take uh, Guardians of the Galaxy for instance. Guardians of the Galaxy would not be able to take the tech that I've seen quite often used with them, which is She-Hulk, to protect themselves against a Malekith list. Yep. And so anytime that they see Malekith, they're just going to be like, we're boned. And for that reason, I would say probably not Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Um, so uh, one that would, could Criminal Syndicate? Yeah. Uh, I don't know because there's a lot of stuff that's not Criminal Syndicate that I like that I really enjoy playing with Criminal Syndicate. Like Lizard. Like the Blob now. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure uh, he's really good in Criminal Syndicate. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, yeah. At least we know who didn't uh, like, listen to the Blob episode. No, I yeah. didn't. I, I didn't <laughs> listen to that yet. That's that's uh, so good. That's clutch. Alright, go ahead. Well, if you want to know what my <laughs> roster recommendation was. <laughs> I'm sure it was Criminal Syndicate. Yeah. Um, like, so we can talk about it. so criminal syndicate um you can play black hat bullseye hood killmonger kingpin modok craven mysterio mega red shadowland daredevil that's your 10 that's 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 perfectly good there's okay. nothing wrong with that 10, i think right? it, i think if they, if they didn't have shadowland i would say that maybe not but because they, they have shadowland like shadowland he, definitely helps yeah he 100 percent helps and just opens up a, like you can pivot play style and just like mono cs and you'll be fine so models yeah. not named in that mysterious sin taskmaster green goblin electra crossbones green goblin's good too no, he's not. We're not doing this. Yes, he is. He's we're excellent. Not, we're not well, doing this. We'll save that for the Green Goblin episode. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, so you said Avengers, X Men, Brotherhood. Yeah, and I'm pretty confident in those. Like saying. Those. Have you said any? You didn't say anything else. I said Shield. Shield. He said Shield. shield. Okay. Um, I think if you took those, those are like super competitive. Like you could take that and you you could just win tournaments like pretty decently. Like you have a really good shot. Oh wait, you want these to be like winning lists competitive yeah yeah, competitive. yeah. oh yeah. shit all right well defenders are out i mean <laughs> yeah probably so like defenders are very capable of playing within the roster the problem is they're just so restricted with having a five point leader that wants to play a very specific way um i didn't mean go ahead uh fred you can continue your thought i feel like i jumped in there what uh what, There's a uh, huge okay. major one you, you guys have neither of you have mentioned so far. I, might be, for, I might be forgetting. Them. Is, is it is it um is it the Midnight Suns? No, they only have six models, seven models. They only have oh really? Yeah, three, okay. six, eight. I'm sorry, they have eight models. So okay, still. But to be fair, any Midnight Suns list most likely has those eight models in it. I don't. I think right. that Midnight Suns needs like a second affiliation. Like I, uh, that's one of the things. Like they might have like eight models and stuff. So like. You, you could count them like you could have a couple splashes and it like 
be all right. But like, I think that they need like a second affiliation. Like, I don't think that you can just play Midnight Suns. But I, I mean, that's so, not, that's let, a hot take for me. I, I'm probably wrong. But. Let's let's talk about Cabal. Let's talk about Cabal. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, think, I think that uh, the point that that Jared made that they are uh, would not be competitive is if you bring just ten Cabal. I think you're competitive yeah. as soon as you set Malekith on the table. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like neither like if you're if you're talking like full mono like ten models. Like yeah, but you're gonna have deep. to you're gonna have to play him every time, and I just think that like without, like I think that shield with like Fury's leadership and stuff, and he's only four threat. I think that that's enough that like you can alter what shield models you're bringing, and you will be able to play, play the game like at all times. And if people like, there's not a lot of tech for like shield. You're just bringing like a bunch of cheap dudes. You know what I mean? Malekith has some, like, I feel like he does have some, like, you, you can drop some really, really good tech against him. And I just don't think the other leaders are, like, there to help facilitate, like, a, yeah, like, it, a, like a consistent win, I guess is what I'm I saying. I get what you're saying. What you're yep. saying is that, like, you couldn't just bring 10 Cabal because every single game you have to put Malekith down yeah. as your leader. Red, because Red Skull's not great and Sin is just, you know, yeah, Sin, it's sinful. So, um, I guess, I I guess you're probably right to say that, but I don't like agreeing with you. That that's might be that might be. I mean, that's probably a hot take. So, are, are we are we talking about the what you're talking about, Brandon? Are you thinking of another? Uh, okay, what's yeah, the other affiliation? Got... I don't know. I, I and like you even named the leader of the affiliation, which is kind of hilarious. Uh, it's A Force, right? Oh like, yeah. A Force doesn't right. need anything else to be competitive A-Force besides A Force. You're right. So that's the thing cool. is, I don't like that She Hulk's the leader, and I think that that's a common like that's that's a common theme is that like you don't see A Force like you can take the you know, full mono A Force and it is good, but I I think that them being stuck with She Hulk, who, I mean she still like if they have the right stuff. Even if they don't have the right stuff, like she can get plinked and just die. And more and more, I, I find myself trying to get away from like the really expensive leaders. Like Malekith is a he's a shit ton of fun. Like I've loved playing Malekith, but it's also um, I would like to preface this uh, that Jared's been a She-Hulk hater since the day she was released. I'm not a She-Hulk hater. Again, I think I've said this on the cast, but she is very good, but. <laughs> I just think, no, oh, I, I think that just like she doesn't have like I, I've just seen She Hulks die and I've killed She Hulks. Sometimes it feels trivially, like with not very much investment. And then also she I'll, I'll just say, like, I've seen her also, like, she has no dice manipulation, so I've seen so many superior weight-trained dice just absolutely shit. And, I mean, I know you can't blame dice, but where she doesn't have any kind of, like, consistent dice manipulation for a six... you yelled at me for blaming dice. Here you are, blaming well, dice. Well, what I'm saying is, like, she for a six-threat character, she has no, like, way to facilitate that other than, like, chuck big buckets. And sometimes you chuck big buckets and you're really, like, clutching on it, and you just you just don't get what you need. And it feels really bad, especially when you're on, like, a six-threat model. Like, Dormammu, at least, he, he's higher threat, clearly. But he has, like, you know, Count Skulls, Hulk, when you're looking at six-threat. He has, uh, he, he gets more dice as the game goes on. So he has just a little bit more consistency, but he's also adding, like, staggers and pushes and everything on all of his attacks. You have um, Magneto, who gets full rerolls and stuff like that. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I... I might be wrong, and I might, you know, be in my own field, you know, saying all that. A little, little bit of hater on the She-Hulk. Also, those are also the only affiliations that have um, equ- equivalent amount of models. Ten models, yeah. Yeah, there's only... It's X-Men. Brotherhood has ten. They have exactly ten. Yeah, right now. They'll get two more, but they have exactly ten at the moment. Yep. Uh, and to be fair... Like, even though they have 10, 1, 2, you're probably never playing, like, three of those. Maybe 
Pyro and Blob, and we'll get into that in another cast, but that'll definitely make it um, very much so where you probably don't take any other models. Yeah. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. We can talk about that later. But yeah, it's Avengers, A-Force. Uh, Shield. Shield. Brotherhood X, uh, X-Men. Yeah. I think Sorry, so. I'm trying not to indigest no. Oh, you're good. I think the, and defend the... defenders is the only one, the other one that has more than ten models. And, like so, you have what? Criminal Syndicate, oh, A Force, and Cabal. Cabal. Yeah. Um, Criminal Syndicate, A Force, Cabal, Shield, Avengers, X Men, Brotherhood, and Defenders are the ones. So, I mean, and realistically, you don't need other models in any of it. A couple would benefit from a second leader, um, and hopefully, we get those more than. Well, more than, more uh, than what, Brandon? I'm at the edge of my seat. What? I'm sorry. No, I'm just messing with you. Okay, well, let's... <laughs> I, I think that we have we have delved this topic. <laughs> yep. So, uh, let's move on to... Well, uh, so, we move on to games played. I uh, played a little bit of Infinity with Brad. Uh, we've been playing through the introductory booklet, and we just finished the last mission, so... It's a fun game, so if you've not tried it out, try it out. It's, <gasps> it's pretty good. Um, but Fred did play a game, so would you like to go over that, Fred? Sure, yeah. I played a game against Mike, uh, and we played Hydra v. Hydra uh, because we both bought the new Red Skull, and we both wanted to play the new Red Skull. Uh, so he played Hydra with Red Skull's affiliation, and I played Hydra with uh, Baron Strucker's affiliation. And uh, what I brought was uh, I believe that we were at 17 points. So I brought uh, Red Skull, Baron Strucker, Baron Zemo, Arnim Zola, and one other person who I am currently blanking on. You say Winter Soldier? Uh, nope, it was not Winter Soldier. And Baron Zemo? Brought... Did you say Baron Zemo? I did say Baron Zemo, yeah. I'd have to hear, listen to you again. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I see. I'm so sorry. And Mike was playing Red Skull with Baron Zemo and uh, Winter Soldier, along with. I, I I'm I'm having trouble remembering because he was using Beast and Colossus as his Red Skull. I keep wanting to say Beast and Colossus <laughs> in my head. Uh, he played. Um, he played Red Skull. Baron Zemo, uh, Winter Soldier, um, Toad. Nope, he did not play Toad. One of you played Toad because there true. was definitely a Toad on the battlefield. So if it wasn't you, it was neither one of us played Toad. It might have uh, been Brad you're thinking of. Wait, wait, what? What the scenario did you play on? Anyway, we played uh, Spider Infected and uh, the Legacy Virus. Okay. And and oh, it shit, was maybe I didn't watch this game. game. Yeah, uh, you're not talking about the same game, man. Come on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to back out now. Uh, and uh, we played, and it was a great game. Uh, I He pulled ahead pretty early because he was able to grab the, fir the middle objective real early, mm -hmm. the middle uh, extract. Uh, but it was basically he was scoring five points to my four points for the rest of the game because <laughs> we were both playing extra KG. I gotcha. Uh, but he ended up being able to pull off the world domination card, the card where Hydra can control, if Hydra is in control of all secure objectives mm -hmm. at any one point, they score a victory point for each two objectives they control. Yep. And he was able to make that happen in in the process win the game oh wow that's cool it was it was a real clutch maneuver that he pulled off he doesn't and... have to control all the secures right it's just he can play yeah, it he has to control all yeah, well... i thought you just got you it for all secures. oh okay in order, to, in order to trigger that you have to have them all so it's hard to do but it's a big effect if you do and it got him two victory points and the and the victory so what did you think about playing strucker like what did you think about I loved it. it. He did great. Like Baron Struck, uh, the fight basically boiled down into two different sides uh, of the battlefield. There was the left side of the battlefield and the right side of the battlefield. 
the right side, I had Baron Zemo and just the 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 minions, the little troopers, mm-hmm. and he had Baron Zemo and Winter Soldier. So he was winning on that side. But on the other side, with with Baron Strucker's support, I was well ahead in the attrition. Like his pe- Oh, I had Hood. That's who I had. That's why I couldn't remember. There you go. Hood, who was great also. Uh, but uh, on that side of the battlefield, I pulled well ahead, uh, and it was going very much in my favor in the main battle. But he was able to sneak out a a, a clever victory, you know, being Mike and being smart. Yeah. So what? Uh, being on a crisis combination that didn't that doesn't have any um, conditions attached to it, did you get very many leadership triggers during the game? Yes, I did. Yes, oh, yeah. I did. Uh, because uh, that's part of what made Hood so good to use with Baron Strucker is that Hood could heal and in the process put out bleed on somebody. Mm-hmm. And that person could then put that bleed on someone on one of his people. And and same with Arnim Zola. Arnim Zola th- this happened multiple times where during an attack, Arnim Zola would make him reroll. I would have a skull in the in the die pool and give them bleed, and then I would then proceed to give their character bleed. The okay, person cool. I was So that was just a nice little bit of, of synergy, and it felt really good. I liked playing Hydra with Baron Strucker as the leader. You were an Al- Alk player, right, Alchemist? Yes, it was. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Love the Alchemist. It's all making sense Did now. he play Baron Mordo? He did play Baron Mordo. That is correct. That See. was the person I couldn't think of on his side. Look at me coming in. Yeah, coming yeah, in. You're, you're I've, since our last good. one, I've actually played against Mike twice. Oh, so. why don't you go ahead and uh, you can recap a couple of your games. Uh, he played Hydra both games. I played Criminal Syndicate both games. No, I didn't. That's a lie. I played Criminal Syndicate the first game. And then the second game, I played Malekith Cabal with Criminal Syndicate, my Criminal Syndicate list. Um, you want a quick recap or a detailed recap? Let me just do quick. Um, the first one I played, we played Spider Infected and, um, Mayor Fist vows to find missing witnesses. Uh, we played 17. I played Kingpin, Bullseye, Lizard, Blob, Shadowlander Devil. We played 16 and that's what I played. No, I played Hood, not Bullseye. Hood, not Bullseye, we played 17. Okay. Um, it ended after... I think it ended in round three on points. Um, Your well, favorite? I'm not... Yeah. It, yeah it, it was a good game, and it was pretty close. Like, the models and damage and stuff, the points just... Uh, the extra secures really helped. Um, Blob not being movable. Uh, Lizard. Um, it was good. Uh, Red Skull 2 did a lot of work. Um, the... Second game, we played 20 points. We played uh, Alien Ship crash, Crashes Downtown and um, Mutant Madman. So we played 20. So I played Malekith. I played Malekith, um, Shadowland Daredevil, Kingpin. Is that 15? Uh, I did not play oh, Black Cat Bullseye. I did not play uh, Blob in that game because it was a pay to flip and uh, Creecorp. So, did, um, Mal- did Malika do the Lord's work? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I set up Malika in the middle and then I set up on the right side Black Cat and. Shadowland Data on the left side. I set up Kingpin and um, Bullseye. Uh, he set up on the left side Winter Soldier, Black Cat, and Baron Zemo. And then on the right side, he had Red Skull and Strucker. Um, the right side did not. Was like we So we flipped the core. Black Cat got it. That's um, annoying. <laughs> That's so annoying. Uh, round two, black, my black cat flipped it. Um, I ran away a little bit. Yeah. He chased her down um, and dazed her. Uh, so 
with 10 power, she flips, dagger struck her, deals. So advanced on the other side of him, stole, moves long, grapples, and then so he was. I guess the part so he she went from right side to left side in the middle of this. Malekith, uh, the previous turn had dazed Zemo, Winter Soldier, and Black Cat. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, yeah it's it was it was a mess over there. Uh, we went Malekith, then killed Zemo and Black Cat, and then Kingpin ended up killing uh, Winter Soldier, I believe. But with the leadership for um, Malekith, I then got to move Black Cat to the other side of Malekith. So Malekith was in between Black Cat and like Red Skull. Oh, like body blocking. Yeah, that's clever. Yeah, so and I had like so I had like um, Kingpin and Malekith kind of blocking her out, so they couldn't really get around. I mean, they could obviously still attack her, but it was just like and then. Uh, the next turn, Malekith just did Malekithy things. It was, it yeah. was that game was actually super close. Um, I'm not giving Mike's side of it because Baron Strucker and Red Skull Two did the Lord's work. Um, but I mean, when it really came down to it, Malekith was just a lot. Um, yeah, it's too much to huh? overcome. Yeah, uh, and like I said, he was still learning to play. But I mean, both games, um, I probably didn't give them justice on how close they really were. Um, the second game felt a lot closer. The first, second game was a lot closer, especially on points. Uh, then the first the first game just felt really close. The points weren't super close, but the second game it was I think it finished at like sixteen fourteen or something like that. Like it was it was pretty close. It was just kind of like there were only like five points you could get a turn, yeah. so it was kind of like it was kind of a slow grind. I think it ended going into five. Um, it would just like just unfortunately it's really hard for. Uh, Red Skull and um, Baron Strucker to chase them down or chase her down. Yeah. Especially when there's a stagger involved. Yeah. Well, I'm it's glad. Like, they... Oh, you're staggered, and I'm gonna I'm gonna run away here. Uh, I'm glad Red that... Skull's is it the spender? The one that I'm trying to throws up real quick. Uh, yeah, it's the one that throws. You pick like uh, it yeah. can be Mystic. I'm just trying to make sure. Yeah, the kneel before me. Uh, yeah, not, that's yeah, that was that text really good uh, as you know portrayed. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those where they only have those range two and threes. It was kind of like and Malekith having some, and then Malekith being able to like so like that next turn he charged in and threw them further away. I'm I probably played. There's some misplays and stuff, but it was it, they were really good games. But you haven't played forever. I'm glad that you finally got to got to play again. It's been a long time since you played. Yeah, yeah. Someone didn't want to play with me yesterday. That yeah, was me. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel good going back, happening? starting back two and zero with uh, old old CS. So. Yeah, the list feels really happening. good. Blob feels so good. Um, are you, against are you saying Fred's recommendation? I hate Hood. Yeah. Hood can just fuck out of here. What were you saying, Fred? Uh, that was all happening during during a certain uh, mass combat event, wasn't it? The second game was, yeah. The the second game definitely was happening during a mass combat <laughs> event where I, I almost ran into battle for Fred. <laughs> um, I know that Brad played uh, last night, which I didn't get to watch his game. All I know, like all I know, is that he was getting his ass cheeks clapped by Michael like pretty bad. I think he was playing Sentinels. Yeah, yeah. but. <laughs> He got super he played... excited because he played the card where you, when the Sentinel gets uh, KO'd, you can blow him up and damage things with them too. And I'm pretty sure that he dazed or KO'd almost he all dazed... of Michael's team. Yeah, he dazed two and KO'd two. Yep. Holy moly. Yep. Yeah. So, Holy but moly. he had already had two Sentinels KO'd, and that was the third one. No, no, no. Yeah, like he was absolutely getting clapped. But the only model he got, got that left off. after that was Toad. So. Yeah. <laughs> So it was that's exactly back. what yeah it's exactly when you want that card to come in right it's just <laughs> one of those like all right just... Let, let's uh go on to uh character review if you guys are ready sure all right so we're looking at uh the original human torch aka jim hammond so he is uh three four two on his stat line 
He is 5 stamina. He is 3 threat. He comes in at size 2, and he's a medium move. Uh, he has uh, 2 attacks. He has Burn Baby Burn, which is energy. It's a beam 3, 4 dice attack. After each attack is resolved, this character gains 1 power, and it has the Wild Immolate attached to it. So after each attack, they gain Incinerate if you get a Wild. He has the Nova Burst Energy Spender. It is a beam 2. It is 4 dice, and it costs 1 power. When this attack is chosen, during the pay power cost step of the attack, this character may spend up to 7 additional power. Add 1 die to each attack made for each power spent this way. So you can really you buff it up to potentially 11 dice. After each attack is resolved, the target character gains the incinerate special condition, so no wild attached to that just happens. And then, if this attack deals damage, after each attack is resolved, this character suffers one damage. So if you hurt them, you hurt yourself. So an interesting uh, effect added on there. He has the active superpower hit and run, cost two. It's an action, and you can make an attack followed by a move. You can only use it once per turn. It has the active superpower too hot to handle. It's uh, three cost. Choose an enemy character within two of this character. The chosen character drops one asset token it is holding. So uh, he doesn't take it, but it's an interesting way to make people drop stuff. He has the reactive superpower like touching a stovetop. It costs two power. When an enemy character would push or throw this character, after the effect is resolved, this character may use the superpower. That character that causes this effect suffers one damage. He has the passive uh, superpower controlled burn. When this character ends in advance, it gains one power for each character within two of it with the incinerate special condition. So note that that's just each character, so it counts as allies as well. He has flight, and finally he has the immunity incinerate. Uh, when you look on his injured side, he has no changes. So before we get into what we think about him, I always forget to do this. I'm going to talk about a Texas card that he can use. Uh, and that's called A New Age. So this is a shield card, and uh, the original Human Torch is affiliated with shield. So it's a shield card. It is active. Jim Hammond may spend three power to play this card, so that's important, because if there's another Human Torch that gets released, uh, and his name still is still Jim Hammond, then you'll be able to play this with either one. Each enemy character within three of Jim Hammond gains the Incinerate Special Condition. This round, when an allied shield character is attacking a character with the incinerate special condition, if the attack type is, is uh, energy, excuse me, add two dice to the attack roll. So that's a pretty crazy uh, effect, is just giving all enemies within three incinerate. Just paying three power, you get to do it. And then you get to add two dice uh, for every attack roll against them if they're rolling energy. And there are several uh, characters in S.H.I.E.L.D. that have energy attacks, so you'll you'll be good there. So yeah, uh, let's go into what we think about the original Human Torch. Why don't you lead us off, Fred? Okay, so uh, the Spender is... Uh, I like that he has only beam attacks. That's kind of interesting. Uh it, it kind of goes with the whole he's he he's attacking multiple people at the same time all the time. Mm -hmm. He's a fireball. Uh, it's weird that it does him damage. Oh, for the spender? Yeah. It does him a damage. And he's pretty fragile, let's be frank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he doesn't have a whole lot of defensive tech, and his defensive stats are not ideal. I mean, he is only three points. But he's only got 10 stamina. And, yeah. Uh, hit and run will help with that, I guess. He can he can go in, hit someone, and then retreat or move on. But I think that this guy's biggest problem is going to be that he is not difficult to take off the field. Yep. Uh, I, I, I like too hot to handle a lot. That's that's pretty solid. Uh, anything that affects, you know, objective tokens is going to be useful. And it's going to be part of why you take them, I think. And I think that this guy's going to be someone who chases around the the real extract hogs like Black Cat. But I, I'm not sure he's going to be very good at, at taking her out. We'll see. 
I don't know. Having the four dice makes it... Like, so, being 3-4 dice, like, you can get a lot of spikes, and shield has quite a few just, like, 4 dice attacks. I mean, it, like, you, you make a lot of, like, lower quality attacks, right? Um, so he kind of plays into that, which I, I do like. Uh, I don't... I, I'm with you. Too Hot to Handle is a really fantastic superpower. It's, it's really, really good. Um, mm -hmm. And Control Burn is a pretty interesting passive. I, I actually like that quite a bit. Uh, I like that you can, um, like, is, so, and, here's a, is, uh, this character immediately makes an attack action followed by a move action. After the move action, does that count in his advance? It does, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it should. So, I you could hit and run, like, you could beam and pay for hit and run, incinerate a couple people. And then after that, move into them, and then get the power for control burn. So that's pretty good. Um, I don't know that I like touching a stovetop. Like it's that's a really good like clutch one. If people forget that you have it, like I don't think that you're going to use that every time that you get pushed or thrown. Because um, one damage for two power, and you're like that's all you're doing. Like bullseye has parting shot, so like you'll do a damage, but you also get like a short advance, which is nice. This one, you're mm -hmm. just paying two power for the one damage. But I like it that you won't do it very often, and I feel like people will forget that you have it. And if they try to do something toward the end game, if he's not, like, dead, and they're trying to get him off a point, and they only have, like, a couple HP left, that can really catch people off guard. So I do like it for, like, almost like a surprise factor. But I'm with you on Nova, okay. uh, Nova Burst. Like, it's a really good attack, but I feel like... I feel like you're really only going to do that when you are attempting to like murder a model like a hundred percent, like you're not just gonna do this willy nilly and be like, oh, I'm just gonna put like a six dice one out there. I don't think that you're gonna do that very often. I think that you're gonna like get flipped toward the uh, like mid to end of the like game, and then you're gonna use it to try to just pick up as many models as you can, like whether or not you kill yourself. So I, I don't know that you'll you'll be doing it all the time, but I might be wrong. I, I have a question actually with the way that that is worded. Okay. Uh, so it says you may pay uh, the power uh, spend up to seven additional power. Mm -hmm. So you would it, it would not cost it that does not include the one that, that it initially costs. No, it, it does so not. Like so if you were to pay two, you would be rolling one additional dice, as then you'd be rolling five dice. Correct. If you spent two to do it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you you can you will pay at, at max. You'll pay eight power for it, but you're only going to gain seven additional dice. Yeah. Unless you. Yeah. Oh wait, no, you couldn't do that. Uh, because. Wait, no. Yeah, yeah, you could. So you could play a new age, and then you could beam, and get some power, and then you can overburst and make it thirteen dice. So. I mean, yeah. You're right. That would be very good. I don't know uh, if you can play uh, Baron Mordo and make it 15 dice. Oh my god, let's stack it up. I don't Brandon, know. I, I don't take, think that's very good. Away. Yeah, go ahead, Brandon. Take it away, Brandon. Uh, Alright. Uh, I'd just be the Debbie Downer again, I guess. That's my normal role here. Uh, I mean, neither... I'm not really being a... No uh, one's, yeah, no one's be being a positive patty, but, you know. I'll be a, I, I don't know. Like He's... like He looks... He does things. Uh, the beam two on Nova Burst is inherently kind of annoying. The fact that you take a damage for each bottle you hit is even more annoying. Um, hit and runs very good. Um, I like I like his three uh, superpowers: hit and run, too hot to handle, and like touching a stovetop. Um, I also like controlled burn. I think that's a nice way for him to get extra power. However, he has ten total health, which is bad. All right, that's mm -hmm. bad. Yeah. Um, he has no way to reroll dice. Um, he's rolling three and two on his non-energy. Um, and energy, I believe, is still the least common attack in the game. Um, it, I know it's it's got really close when Mystic, when the Convocation wave came out, everything was Mystic, and we just don't have a lot of energy attacks. There's not a lot of prominent characters that have energy attacks. Uh, Malekith does, but he has all three. Um I'm not sure he's super survivable, um, like at all. He doesn't do anything really controlly. I do like again, two hot handles really good. Three still a lot. Um, yeah. 
So I think that he really comes in and he should. I wish Burn Baby Burn was a beam four. Burn Baby Beam Four? No, that's too, that's probably too good. I, I wish that no I wish that Nova four Burst. Four dice beam four? I don't think so. I wish the Nova Burst was A two. That would be fucking A two would make would more make, sense. That would be fucking That would sick. make more sense. Yeah. That would be much better. So I think we haven't gotten an area attack in a long time. I think that he no, really we... shines. Uh, I do think he shines in shield because like shield runs a lot of like at, at least whenever I play it and from what I've seen people play and like heard about is they run like really that they just really run like a lot of like spam. So you have a lot of cheap dudes that get like a lot of value. Like I can do like small attacks. So it's cheap guys and you usually get good value out of like their stuff because they're rolling so much like so many small like dice pools and you just spike. Um. I think he plays really well into that. I think that he shines when you have so many models on the table that maybe other things are more priority, like, threat. So models that are, like, getting up on points and doing things like that, like, you want to remove them first. So I think that if he can kind of be left alone and just be able to do his thing, I think he really shines. I think he, like, again, I think he shines when there are just so many models on the table that they don't exactly know who to hit. I think that his tactics card is amazing. I think that he has really good superpower. So I think... If he wasn't three threat, which he is, and he has a lot for a three threat model, so let's not forget that that he is three threat. He does pretty good things. I think because of that, and because I think he plays really well in affiliation, I, I think that makes him a decent model. So can we uh, can we look at what the uh, shield models? Because it does specify they have to be shield models on the card. Uh, which ones have energy attacks? So I don't think there are many. It's it, I know that Iron Man is shield. So you have Iron, Iron Man. Has yeah, you have Iron Man. You have Human uh -huh. Torch. You have Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. You have yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. Because he can change his attack type to energy. Both okay. Widows. Both what? Black Widows. Both Black Widows do have energy, and that actually. Oh my God. Let me uh, let me back out yeah, of this for right. a second. Both so. Black when you're looking at Black Widow, when you give her two additional dice, and quite frankly, you do take her, at least with core Black Widow, you do take her uh, fairly frequently as, like, a two-threat drop just to be annoying. Yep. Uh, oh, that's not... I mixed techniques not. But uh, giving her six dice strikes that uh, can make you lose a power is, is pretty good. Like, that makes her, as a two-threat character, just chucking six dice attacks. I mean, that's pretty good. Also, Widow's Kiss on three-point being base eight dice with an additional dice for each special condition. So it's going to be base nine dice. All because of uh, incinerate. Incinerated. Yeah. Yep, that's pretty good. That's yeah, I, like that a lot. I think the tactics card is the best thing about him because I, it's just that five health on each side, man. That is... I don't like it. I talk and about the, I talk about health a lot, and that is... I do not like that. You want to know a fun fact? I actually... Like, you guys don't see this, but people on YouTube will see it. We've uh, shit posted about not doing Human Torch for so long, and I was just like baked into my like subconscious that I titled like when I when I built this just so I could have the cards available. I had this titled the Pyro Review, and I actually had Pyro instead of Human Torch there. So ah, I was like, whoops. clearly, clearly <laughs> we're not doing Human Torch, but we were. So I had to change it out. The title still Pyro Review. What an idiot. Uh, yeah. So we can go on and just uh, I guess go ahead and give our ratings. So uh, we'll go with you this time brandon what are you going to give jim hammond um i don't think he fits in anywhere I, i'm not even sure he's really all that good in shield so i'm going to give him a c minus okay what do you think Brad? uh i was going to give him a c plus uh i i think that that ability to make people drop extracts is pretty solid it can be pretty helpful uh so c a c plus and that tactics card so yeah, that's. I think with the tactics card, I think that he does do really well in shield. Well, I haven't tried him yet, but I, I think that he he probably he seems to me on paper like he fits. Uh, I'm I'm for three threat. I think that he brings a decent amount of stuff. So I'm going to give him a B minus. I think that he's all right. Okay. So so B minus, C minus. Did you say regular C or C plus? C plus. C plus. So a little bit over the board, but. Um, what did you give him? Me? Yeah. Uh, B minus. B minus a B? Wow. Yeah. I think that he's all right. All right. Like for a three threat. Uh, if there's anything else, I think it would be kind of meh. But I, I I've played a lot of shield. And I think that he he fits in. So. 
uh yeah uh let us know in the comments if you guys have used him because he has been out for a while we've, we've been dodging him just because we've been assholes but uh if you guys have played with him and stuff let us know uh so, so yeah, this, if he's good tell us we're wrong yeah absolutely i, I would love to be wrong on this one because i i kind of i like him in theory but i don't like him as he looks i should play him i should buy him and then play him into your strucker wouldn't that be a great game uh yeah <laughs> dish it back to me i'm sure you'd love that <laughs> all right um so I believe for this week, Fred has the comic book uh, recommendation uh, that Brad has submitted, correct? I do. I All do right. indeed. So take it away for us, please. Okay, so uh, for the original Human Torch, uh, the first comic book that Brad has recommended is Marvel Comics number 1 uh, by Carl Burgos. This is the origin of the Human Torch, and it's literally – the first comic that Marvel Comics has ever made. It's hey. the first one. And it's original Human Torch. Wow, look at that. Yeah. I've not read it. I don't know anything about it. Other than <laughs> the blurb that, that Brad has, has placed here. But I, I, I mean, that's interesting. This was the guy who started. I mean, it, it's probably him with other people. I'm assuming the Fantastic Four. I have no idea. I have no clue. That's crazy. I anyway, did not realize that. Uh, you would think it'd be like Captain America or somebody, you know what I mean? But Marvel Comics, well, maybe it wasn't called Marvel when it was Captain America. Oh, this gotcha. is Marvel One, and it's the comic that started Marvel Comics as a company. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Stanley. I don't know. I don't know the details, so I'm not going to speculate. Okay, the second one that's on this list is a comic called Torch by Alex Ross, Mike Casey, and Patrick Birkencoder. Uh, the Mad Tinker is curious about the quote-unquote dead android Jim Hammond. He steals his body and aims to resurrect him to serve AIM. There were so many nouns in that sentence that I don't <laughs> understand. It's... Uh... So Jim Hammond's supposed to be an android? Did he give you a? Did he give you a script to read? Yeah. Uh, he sent me. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, I you w have heard every word in the script that I was given. You did great. Oh, I like it. You did. And, and I also I also editorialized a little bit in between. So I would have been disappointed if you didn't. Yeah. Uh, but those are probably both on Marvel. What What's the app called, Jared? Uh, I think it's Marvel Unlimited. Marvel Unlimited. So yep. everyone who has Marvel Unlimited, go read you some old comics, like Marvel 1. Marvel Comics 1. The oldest it's Probably good. Comic. It's probably really good. You know what? <laughs> you go uh, read it, there's Fred. An older, there's an older sensibility uh, that I kind of am very interested in of, like, it's not everything is big. They're, like, fighting just street criminals or gangs or something it, it, it's not big things that they're fighting against mm -hmm. i don't know it'd be interesting listen if you have a pristine copy of this comic just send it to me or fred i yeah i'll, I'll take it pristine baby and i will put it in a uh hermetically sealed container and i will sit on it for another 20 years <laughs> i will sell it immediately <laughs> All right, well, thank I you. mean, I will read it and enjoy it for the rest of my life. Hey, there you, that's probably a better thing than what I said. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Fred, and thank you, Brad, for submitting that for us to have this week. Um, it's much appreciated. Um, all right, Brandon, why don't you give us a, a quick uh, roster recommendation for this guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, Criminal this Syndicate. Been, this, no, I think he's don't play him in Criminal Syndicate. Don't do it. It's not. It's not good. Um, uh, so I, I've been waffling between two. Um, I, I think he is decent with Dormammu, um, just as a like, just to give out incinerates, um, oh, okay. and hit hard. Yeah. Um, the other one is probably even worse because it's like Inhumans, because uh, paired with. Crystal, you can give out a lot of conditions. Um, I actually think I like that pretty well. 
Yeah, four, it's four kind of humans. A... I think I think that you'd be all right in there. Yeah, yeah, I think it's you can play with uh, like Crystal, um, Medusa, Black Bolt, Lockjaw, and you've got an interesting little list there with uh, Human Torch thrown in there, giving out a lot of just being it makes sure you can like especially if you put separate Crystal and Human Torch, you kind of have incinerates available to you on both sides of the board um and allows black bolt to hit you know actually feel like you're getting the five points of value out of him um and medusa can do her thing because you know she does her thing very well uh that's uh yeah so those are the two that i i came down on so i like it with crystal and then you can play you know and play on demons downtown maybe Instead of Lockjaw, play another piece that's like super hitting, like another hard hitting three uh, with Human Torch. That way you can kind of take advantage of the incinerates. Ah, cool. Thank you very much. Uh, finally, let's go on to Fred's non sequitur recommendations. What do you have for us this week, Fred? All right. So for today, what I've brought for you is a little classic movie from a our own favorite director, Mel Brooks. And it is hey. a movie called Blazing Saddles. Hey! Um, yeah, That's this a is a one. great movie. This this is a great movie, and and it holds up. It's a uh, it is still funny today, uh, and it is pro. It is, in my opinion, the best movie made by Mel Brooks. I think I think that I will stand by that statement. There's some good ones in there, but this is this is his best movie. Blazing Saddles uh, is incredible. Like it's a great comedy. It really is. And uh, do, you, do you think so they the, could get by with making it today? Absolutely not. Yeah, no, not at all. No, zero yeah. percent chance. I'll, yeah. Oh, I would like to chime in on this zero percent chance. Yeah, there, there's no way it gets made today. Uh, it is, it is a great movie with some great performances, and you should watch it today. That's that's a that's a like I I always know that like it's made and like I like it but sometimes you know how you just like forget about something until somebody like sparks your memory. Oh yeah yeah I know you you, you just did that for me and I want to watch it. That movie is <laughs> also one movie. of those that it's like the world also kind of wants you to forget about it. <laughs> yeah, especially in, like it. this day and age, like it's definitely part of like yeah maybe if we just forget this ever existed. Uh... Yeah, there there's some moments in it that are. <laughs> not that un- pretty un- cringy unsavory <laughs> uh, but i think that the uh, uh to defend the movie i think that the times that that's the case the joke is that that character who's saying that thing is wrong and bad yeah i, I but it's yeah. just it's just a it's it's an old old movie uh that is very very humorous and it doesn't it doesn't hurt to give it a watch you know so yeah, I'll tell you another. It's another thing that sparked me. Uh, this movie probably also couldn't be made anymore. But it's uh, there's something about Mary. Did you ever see that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a great. That's uh, a great. That's a funny movie. movie. It sparked my. Uh, I think it was I was at work and some guy was like coconut, and somebody says that in that movie, and for whatever reason that jarred the back of my brain. I was like, holy shit, I love that movie. I need to watch that. <laughs> So it's just like stupid words that just like or somebody brings something up and it just like spark me and I'll get so excited. So I'm gonna have to watch Blazing Saddles now. Thank you, Fred. You're welcome. All right, well that wraps us up for this week, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, next week, uh, hopefully Brad will be joining us again and we will look at Pyro. So yeah, till next time. Talk to you guys later.